Cool. Okay, let's pod the cast. Let's pod the cast. Oh my god, let's not. Let's pod it. No, yes, we're oh. We're potting. Let's we're pod potting. the hundredth cast. Uh-huh. It would be it would be really funny if we ne- we just never did a one hundredth episode. Oh, <laughs> like so like we didn't record anything tonight. We didn't show up on the podcast stage. Like it was just <laughs> no one ever heard never. from us ever again. Yeah, it's just that's oh, it's it. <laughs> Our episode ends with B-Wings are like chickens. <laughs> join, join us next time for our 100th episode. And it never happens. Yeah. They're still waiting. They're still waiting. Okay. All right. All right. Are we ready? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, we're doing it. Yes, Sav. Is my mic audio okay? Yeah, and you just okay, interrupted cool. Megan. It was is... beautiful and glorious. <laughs> okay, cool. Go, go, make it fine. All right, Heath, you do it this time. <laughs> no. <laughs> Tonight. Okay, fine. I'll do it. This Constable Zuvio is robbed of his chance. <laughs> <laughs> I love Sorry. you, nerds. Just came out. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Tonight on Rogue Padron. The first mention of Panera, the first dramatic reading, the first appearance of Seth's hoarse voice. Yep, that's <laughs> right. It's a clip show. Woo! <laughs> clip shows are so bad. No, Which is why we're doing clip. one. Yeah, it's so on brand for us to do yeah, a clip so show. Like, <laughs> I hate how on brand it is for us to be doing a clip <laughs> show, but it, like, it just fits so well. <laughs> This is Rogue Leader. All wings report in. Rogue 6, standing by. Rogue 7, standing by. Rogue 3, standing by. season this is season 13 it doesn't matter episode 100 is its own thing doesn't matter welcome to episode one freaking 100 of rogue padron you're so old (laughs) if this is your first episode of rogue padron i hope it's not stop right now no get out wait no wait no Well, I was going to talk about this later, but part of the purpose of this episode is to introduce new people to our podcast. Okay, what? okay, okay, yeah. You're going to play a lot of, like, inside jokes. It's like context Please. for the random yeah. shit we talk about. All right. All right. All, All right. right. All right. Fine. 
This is your first episode of Rogue Padron. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> Apparently, you picked a good time to start. You arrived okay. on the day we're celebrating our 100th anniversary. Yes. Wait. Um, hang on. Aren't yeah. anniversaries like a year thing? Yeah. Oh! <laughs> it has the word like. It definitely it's... are. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. 100th year anniversary. We're yeah. very anniversaries old. can be about whatever you believe it to be. No, it can't. <laughs> Uh, actually <laughs> given what the word means <laughs> yep <laughs> it can't just mean anything anyway we are celebrating <laughs> tonight our 100th episode and so <laughs> i guess well that was that was a noisemaker you know like how they have party favors they have like the, the noise that you like blow into it and it like extends that it goes you know, that's what yeah that those really yep. terrible okay. things that no one ever wants to hear ever again <laughs> yeah just like every episode of rogue Padron. <laughs> oh no okay so, quick, quick reminder of your hosts except maybe it's not a reminder here's just some personal information about my relationships <laughs> with them <laughs> heath rogue three has been an anchor and joy for me for getting used to New York City, and I'm really excited that I had the opportunity to live in the same city as one of my rogues. Yes. Danny, Rogue 6, and I first met in person with each of us driving around three hours to meet in the middle of Champaign, Illinois. Oh, my God. January after Rogue Padron started, and I would <laughs> do it again even in that awful January Illinois weather. Oh, me too. Aww. We had barbecue. It was great. Yeah, that was a really, well, for the most part, that was a really great visit. It was a great visit, except for, like, some third person who was there. There but might have been not... a third party involved, but, like, whatever. Oh, whatevs. It was a driver. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird that your Uber driver, like, had lunch with us and all, but, like. <laughs> Saf, Rogue 7, doesn't have to do anything. She's just a beautiful, shining light in my life, and I've been so lucky to see her in person three years in a row. Yes. Aww. I'm and I have met... my life. Oh no! And I'm back, rogue leader. And I'm really happy. I finally got my four X-wing tattoos marked with each of our favorite colors before celebrating 100 ridiculous episodes with these dumb, dumb dumplings. Yes. Oh, man, I'm okay I'm with me so changing my favorite color. I'm so glad I was there for that to happen. <laughs> so good. I'm so impressed that none of the four of us have the same favorite color. Like that worked out really well. Yeah. yeah I'm kind of glad that worked out yeah it was perfect. usually everyone just likes blue and that would kind of defeat the purpose well heath as the basic bitch was the one who's like blue obviously yeah. <laughs> yeah. what's the most common color because that will be mine <laughs> <laughs> all right well before we get into our celebration uh we should talk Rogue about some upcoming excitement celebration? yeah <laughs> we should talk about the celebration Oh, yeah, that. What? Yes. What celebration? The so, celebration. <laughs> we, I mean, if we get badges, we may or may not be at Star Wars Celebration. We'll see. <laughs> uh, yes. So for those listeners who are going to Star Wars Celebration Chicago, we are theoretically going to be at Star Wars Celebration Chicago. <laughs> we will at least be in Chicago at the we same will, time. We will be in Chicago. You can definitely find us in a hotel bar at some point. Um, but we We're are not telling you which one. You have to find us. Yeah. But we are supposedly going to be on the podcast stage on Sunday at 5pm. Such which... a mistake. 
Nothing else is going on at that time, so you really have no excuse. And I am positive that the room is going to be big enough that 97% of everybody who wants to come will be let into the room. The other 3% are people who are creeps and I we don't actually want in there, um, but there will be seats for everybody else. <laughs> uh, I will play the role of the bouncer, so if you don't want to be kicked by me, leave. Yes. And, and if you do want to be kicked by, by me, also leave, because I don't like that. Yuck. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you are free at 5 o'clock on Sunday during Star Celebration Chicago, you should come see us live. It will be a great show, because it won't be about anything we learned at the con. <laughs> yeah, that's for dang sure. And then, yeah, like, we're not going to do will, a trailer analysis. The party well, will continue immediately thereafter, so. Yes. It sure we, heckin' we got will. A, we got a great time. It's a good time. It's a great way to wrap up the con because Mondays what? Um, so definitely come hang out with us. We're really excited to see you. And we might have some special things for like the first 50 people in the room. <laughs> we say as if there will be more than 50 people in the room. I'm hopeful. There could be 51 people and that one last person is going to feel bad. It feels so bad. <laughs> I feel really bad. Actually. If there's 51, then we will give the 51st person. If there's 51, I'll put in the order on whatever <laughs> pins I ordered them from, and I'll get another one. <laughs> I'm not doing that to one person. Sorry. I will draw on a piece of paper and blue tick it to your face. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I have post-it notes in my notebook. It's fine. It's customized. Amazing. Yeah. So in addition to that... Um, are any of the rest of y'all on panels? No. Anything? Okay, Nobody well, invited me on any. Not this year. Okay, well, Nobody I will invited also, me. <laughs> I will be doing my best staff impression on Monday. Uh, Thank you. In the Whose Line Is It Alderaan Strikes Back improv show, which is at like 1130, I think. It's 1145. 1145, thank you. And, on um, Monday? It was really bad last time, and it'll be really bad this time. So if you like a way to kill time on Monday, time. come check it out. It was it was really good last time. It was, it was hilarious. delightful. Come to that. <laughs> oh my god, it was so good. All right. So speaking of celebration, I have a, a question about Star Wars celebration. And um, there's been if if you're active on Star Wars Twitter, you've surely seen the brew. Oh boy, the the brew haha that has been the lead up to this convention. Um, and so so there's been a lot of talk about like drama and logistics and dogs barking madly. <laughs> and and so I just want to ask each of you, what is one Star Wars event that you're looking forward to? Like, despite all the drama and the chaos, what's one thing about Celebration? And we we know hanging out with friends and going out to bars and all that, but, like, what's the one actual convention thing that you're looking forward to next week? Is Rogue Padron live recording? Yeah, is there something besides that? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I kid, I kid. I guess that's the question. <laughs> uh, I'm excited for uh, lining up to get things. <laughs> Would you like to say more about that? I, yeah, literally, I feel like that's way I too I thought vague. I have something, but apparently I don't. Um, I'm excited. Being to in a line it. for a thing is just for, like... For mm. 1,000 years. Mm. I'm excited for the Bane, which isn't in Chicago. <laughs> but I'm excited for the Bane in Chicago. My gosh. Uh... An actual convention thing. I'm excited for the Star Wars Rep Matters panel Sunday at 1 p.m. Yes. Nice. And that's it. There's nothing else. 
<laughs> I'm excited for the eventual like BB90 ball droid I see there. <gasps> what if there's a Siebs ball droid? Oh my god. I'm excited for all the ball droids we're gonna see. There's gonna yeah, be a lot of freaking ball droids. So many ball droids. So many ball droids. Um, I'm personally excited for The Mandalorian. I've just been getting more yeah. and more excited for the show, yeah. and that's the one panel that I'm going to try to get in the room for, I think. Nice. I think mine is that, thinking back to Anaheim and Orlando, I loved how, like, wherever you went that weekend, there was someone within close proximity to you, like, watching the new trailer for mm-hmm. the new movie. Um, so I'm excited for, like, whatever the trailer for Episode Nine looks like and is and how it will just like immediately become part of our fandom that was a really nice answer he yeah that was really um, lovely <laughs> thank you so weird i can be deep sometimes mm, all right well just... speaking of going real deep should we celebrate our 100th episode <laughs> we sure heck and should yeah, why not yeah we should so, just for some context, uh, I, back in October, I began my grand Rogue Padron re-listen to prepare for this episode. Um, we've joked a lot about having a Rogue Padron wiki in the past to keep track of all the in-jokes and, like, milestones and things, and I essentially created exactly that, and it's it's actually the most work I've ever put into anything in my entire life, and it's totally ridiculous and a complete waste, and I'm so excited to share it with you all tonight. Aww. Oh, I already hate this. I love this so <laughs> oh, good. much. So, I have to go. So our, go. <laughs> our 100th episode is going to serve three purposes. Number one, for all of our fans that have been with all us. Right, pause. I just have to let all of our listeners know that the show notes for the, this episode are very rude. <laughs> it says episode 100, the three purposes of our 100th episode. And then there's nothing after that. So we don't know what they are. Yeah, we've no clue. <laughs> Are there purposes? We don't know. Are you ready? Yeah, we're ready. (laughs) Purpose number one. For all of our beautiful, wonderful listeners that have been with us from the beginning or have joined on any time in the first 100 episodes, this episode is a chance for you to listen back to some of the highlights that have made this podcast what it is. For purpose number two, if you've never listened to Rug Platter or you came on really recently and you're like, why are they always talking about the bone market or so many balls or like, do they have a corporate <laughs> sponsorship with Panera? What is going on here? Yeah. This is a chance for you to kind of get yeah. some context for some of our more prevalent yeah. ongoing in jokes. Look, we're trying to get a corporate <laughs> we're trying sponsorship really with hard. Panera. <laughs> yeah, we're to answer that question, we don't have it yet. We're working on it. It's a slow burn. We're working on it. It's a 100K slow burn. And like... <laughs> the, <laughs> Panera's gonna come around eventually. We're so thirsty for bread bowls <laughs> <laughs> and mac and cheese and <laughs> bacon turkey bravos. And purpose number three for the four of us who are recording this episode, we have never pretended to not be the most self indulgent podcast in the planet. Oh, yeah, we're great. <laughs> and so this is for us just to. Exactly that to to talk yeah. about how great and wonderful we are and how we amazing are, the last 100 episodes have been. We are wonderful. Been. We are wonderful. Let's just acknowledge that and roll with it. And if the three of you aren't in tears by the end of this, then I will have considered myself having failed in my mission tonight. So, oh, oh no, no. Annie, you know how it is to make me cry. Don't say that. <laughs> if at least two of I was I was counting Meg, Heath, and myself as the three that oh, would be in okay. tears. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Because I've listened to these clips like a thousand times, and even I am. Anyways, uh, 
so so the way we're going to do this is we're going to outline what a typical episode of Rogue Podron looks like. And and every episode starts with our introduction from Meg. And she introduces the three hosts. And and it's important to kind of understand the person or the four hosts. There's four of us. There's me also. <laughs> she, she introduces three people. The fun twist at the end of this episode, we're voting one host off of Rogue Padre. Oh no! Rogue <laughs> Survivor. Heath, Heath, the tribe has spoken. Yeah, it's, it's, it's gonna <laughs> yeah, be Heath. Heath. Let's be real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not upset about it. It will be. Me. It will not be a I hashtag get, blindside. Like, I get it. I get it. <laughs> All right, so so to begin, we're gonna get a, just a quick reminder of your hosts. Uh, this actually, you'll you'll hear, but this is actually where maybe eighty percent of the work of preparing for this episode went into this this single clip. So, listeners, before we get started, here's a quick reminder of your hosts. Hello, listeners. A quick reminder of your hosts. Let's give you a reminder of your hosts. But before we get into it, a quick reminder of your hosts. We have Heath, Rogue 3, who would be the sassy career barista who makes beautiful latte art despite not being kind to any of the customers. We have Heath, Rogue 3, who would be Mr. Toad's wild ride because he's kind of drunk and drives through hell and that seems like something Heath would do. (laughs) If Rogue 3, Heath, was a a creature from Greek mythology, Heath would be a Gorgon because when you piss him off, he's a stone cold bitch. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Don't don't come for me unless I sent for you. So basically, we find out that Corin's gonna rub people the wrong way all the time. That's what she said. <laughs> it's a family podcast. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> and tells him, "Get clear, Corin. You can't do any more good back there." He. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, what? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Uh oh! I didn't even put the thing in. That's oh, what no. she said. <laughs> <laughs> they achieve portside penetration. Laugh! <laughs> 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 oh, it's up there. Wedge came upright. That's what she said. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I will own my sounds. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> I've had like two inches of blue moon. That's what <laughs> Eager to take down enemies like Warlord Gabor as fast and hard as possible. <laughs> then Heath, that was your cue. I I'm just. I don't want to become too predictable, you know? Sometimes I just let it go. He had been Slash, on I was reading Twitter. And then we have Rogue Six, Danny, who I think fits in the socially awesome, socially awkward penguin, because even though he gets fired from Far Far Away Radio a billion times, he still never loses his job. We have Danny, Rogue Six, who started his masterpiece research report on the migration patterns of Pergils. Danny, Rogue Six, would be a Cinnabon, because at first you're so excited, but at the end you have some regrets and a stomachache. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of like how Anakin <laughs> changed, changed his name to Darth Vader when he went in the suit. Patty changed her name, her name to Natalie name Portman, to Natalie Portman. <laughs> when she went in the suit. That's the Natalie Portman Darth Vader sound. Yeah, Come right. On. Okay. There's two right. white women on this poster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, I have yep. this theory. <laughs> <laughs> there are two. There's two Lord Darth Vaders, and the second one is Isani Isarn. <laughs> I immediately thought of Danny and his Darth Vader theory. <laughs> <laughs> 
There are there are two Han Solos, and <laughs> one, one of them is Cornhorn. <laughs> <laughs> I would never come with something that outrageous. Come on. <laughs> are you sure, buddy? Maybe there's yep. two Mara Jades. Therefore, this is clearly a fake Han. <laughs> and that explains oh, that explains his terrible behavior throughout this entire book. So slightly Han bigger. Han. Shooting Leia with the gun, the gun of command is appropriate. Yeah, it's Han. Han. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, I think you should lay off the theories for a bit. <laughs> I'm recording right? in the attic because there's a hawk in my <laughs> podcast room. <laughs> That's the most Danny thing you've ever seen. <laughs> We have Saf, Rogue 7, and if she was a self-help book, she would be Live Like a Robot, How to Shut Down Your Emotions and Live a Better Life. (laughs) (laughs) Saf, Rogue 7, would be one of the feathered velociraptors because she also destroys (laughs) the dreams of man babies. Saf, Rogue 7, would be the hella muscular Leia figures from the Power of the Force line because (laughs) no one's sure if they're scared or aroused. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! Oh no. <laughs> They're like weird scorpions. With like really big nippers. What? <laughs> Just the thing you can it's definitely not nippers. I would lose, because I am both weak and poor. Oh my god. <laughs> New ringtone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you may Ready! Brr, brr. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Pepperoncini! Chicken tortilla! Whoa! <laughs> what was that? She's blanket her nipper! <laughs> the nippers! We've gone through this before! <laughs> oh! I don't like like that at all. (laughs) I hate that that sound is coming out of my throat. That's what she said. Oh no, not the M's! And I'm Rogue Leader, Meg, who loves potatoes but hates potatoes. And I'm Meg, Rogue Leader, and I would be a rainbow roll because I like to be topped by fish. Nice. (laughs) And I'm Meg, Rogue Leader, and I obviously would be Kirby because I'm pink and round, and obtain the power of my enemies after I eat them. Let's never do that. Never yeah. enemy of Wait, we need to talk about this. It's like you <laughs> eat people's organs because it imbibes you with power. Wait, you do that? Yeah, who doesn't? We have Mirax, Corn, Iela, and El... El... Skull, and Sixtus. Admiral Epoir Trigget of the Implacable. <laughs> uh-huh. Governor Watesk calls the Night Caller. Yep. Um, the thing I disliked the most was names I can't pronounce. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. Captain Chode Frackness, Lieutenant <laughs> Atril Tabane, Adalia Monothir, Gura Patunkin, Tatovia Lamprey, Dipli Gonai Freet, Mop Loogie Starko. <laughs> What if at the end of this book, Ixar Kuhn comes back? (laughs) (laughs) Bonus, if Rogue Pod was a shark, it would be a tiger shark because its nickname is Garbage Can. 
And that was a quick reminder of your hosts. Oh my god. Well, I already cried, so congratulations, <laughs> Danny. I don't even remember ninety five percent of those names. No. <laughs> no. Oh my god. <laughs> well shit. <laughs> So my favorite part was putting all of Saf's animal sounds into one continuous soundbite. Yeah, I hate it so much. Amazing. I'm, I'm glad that now exists. I feel like our listeners are going to really enjoy that. They're going to love it. Honestly, that. hate this. So They're going to love it so much. Oh no! Why have I made this my brand? <laughs> we obviously have no control over this. Very clearly. Meg, do you want to offer a little peek behind the curtain? What What is your process for writing host introductions? Oh, oh my. Usually the best, so the best host introductions uh, really come up really randomly to where I see something or they're usually based off of like some shit that's going down in my life. And then I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. Like when we had the episode when... For example, the sushi rolls. I <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm like, oh, I'm eating sushi. What am I gonna do? Host introductions about? Oh, of course, sushi. Or there was one where there were job interview questions, and like, guess what I was doing at that time. <laughs> <laughs> but it's always a balance of uh, what's going on in our like climate right now mm -hmm. that depends on how mean I'm gonna be during the intro <laughs> like if everyone's feeling pretty good I have to knock all of us including myself down a couple pegs wow. but what yeah but like when things are kind of bad it's like okay no we're gonna have a nice we're gonna have some nice intros yeah awesome all yep. right well often the intro of of Meg giving or anyone yeah usually it's meg i guess starting the episode is interrupted <laughs> it's always meg <laughs> it's always meg um and and one of the very first interruptions goes back to one of our longest running taglines um if you had to guess off the top of your head when do you think so many balls was first uttered on this podcast oh uh, episode in the four in the first season somewhere heath <laughs> He's still muted. He has, what, what's going on? What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> I see you didn't do the reading as always. <laughs> if you had to guess, when would you think So Many Balls was first uttered on this podcast? Late second season. Wow. Well, the correct answer is episode nine. Oh, which was our wow. second to last episode of our very first season. Well, um, I was at least right. <laughs> you were, Saf, yeah. You you take the prize for that one. There are not <laughs> not a lot of clips that I pulled from our first season. Um I thought about at first I thought about like let's let's listen to the very first opening of the very first episode, but then no. I was like, no. <laughs> let's no, not do it's that. Not good. It's, it's there not if any good. you want to listen to it, but let's not do that. But this obviously became an instant classic, and so we're now gonna go relive the introduction of so <laughs> many balls. This is so embarrassing for me. <laughs> Oh my god, what's happening? Are you ready? Yes. yes. Can I Please, borrow one? <laughs> yeah, here you go.
Solve two two birds with one uh, <laughs> something. <laughs> solve two birds. <laughs> Bird solved. <laughs> <laughs> so many balls. So many birds get solved. I'm not good at math. <laughs> okay, Saf. Shut up, Danny. Wait. Didn't Meg just say so many balls? <laughs> I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. And we got that recorded, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, he'd be so mad. And we're opening the episode with that, right? <laughs> <laughs> so many balls. Oh, man. Rogue's Gordon took a strange turn these last few chapters. <laughs> it's because of all the trashy romance. <laughs> so much trashy romance. Uh, so good. Oh, so, many, so many balls. <laughs> he, you don't even know. You didn't even read about all the balls. You, didn't, you don't even know how many balls. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Okay. Let's, uh, let's do some real podcasting now. <laughs> but fake plan. podcasting is so much fun. <laughs> oh, jeez. <coughs> okay. So many balls. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the timing was too good. (laughs) (laughs) We are professionals. 100% podcast professionals. Very professional. Okay. Okay. Today on Rogue Potion, Potion, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love us. <laughs> we only have an hour and a half left. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I got this. I got this. <clears throat> so, the thing I love about, well, there's two things here. Number one. <laughs> Is... Danny, what mic? What mic did you use? To... Yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> I had a shitty mic when we first started. It was a, it was a headset actually. I'm pretty sure I had a pretty shitty mic when we first started. Really as well. bad. Yeah. <laughs> so we all sound terrible because our our audio quality is bad. We figured out how to do that later on in the show. Yeah. <laughs> so so two takeaways. One is that like episode nine, Heath hadn't done the reading. <laughs> right. <laughs> I committed, I committed to the brand early. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then takeaway number two, there was a time when we were like surprised that we were doing things that were bad. <laughs> we, we apparently had wow. this expectation of ourselves that it would be not bad. And yet, here we are. And yet, here we are. Expectations versus reality. So many, so many balls. We have had so many episodes, and so so now let's share some of our Rogue Padron stats. Are you ready? We're ready. Okay, oh, if you had to guess, five. how many total episodes of Rogue Padron do you think that we have released? 99. Wait, 99? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a... What the fuck, Danny? <laughs> Are you serious? I, I thought I'd start you off with an easy one. <laughs> this whole episode, we've been like, 100th episode, 100th episode. Wait, have, and your first question stuff? is... How many episodes have we released? Are you serious? What if you got You're the worst Alex Trebek. Hey, 
Keith, you say that, but I still got it wrong. <laughs> what did you say? Did a hundred? Oh my god. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, what was the date of our very first episode? Sometime in August. August something 2015. No, no, no. September something September. 2015. So our true, if, if you want to use like the, the strict definition of anniversary, our true definition, our true anniversary is September 25th, 2015. Aw. Which cute. makes us three and a half years old. Which Aww, divided wow. by 100 episodes means we've been releasing one episode every three weeks on average. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, we have had season breaks. No, Danny, that's not how that works. <laughs> that's not at all how that works. <laughs> 100 episodes divided by three and a half years is three weeks. Is three? What are you talking about? <laughs> There so, are 52 weeks in a year. <laughs> <laughs> so the um, number of Star Wars movies since our first episode that have been released. Wait, wait no, we're not. <laughs> we're not going to. We're not going to move on from that. <laughs> we have to. It's a long episode. Uh, fine. You know, four, four, fine. four Star Wars movies. That's right. There. Can you believe there have been four Star Wars movies since I our first episode? I forgot Solo existed. Well, I was going to say the other stat is Star Wars movies that actually matter since our first episode. Two. Three. <laughs> we all have different <laughs> answers for that. <laughs> One and a half. Um, I I refuse to like put any other movie on the same grounding as Solo there because I want Solo to completely be disregarded. So the other three have to exist. Okay. Okay. Agreed. That's fair. Um, number of books that we've read together. That depends on uh, if we count. <laughs> define read. Define together. <laughs> Define books. I need some clarity here. So for this here. one, I put eleven books plus one short story plus three to nine issues of Poe Dameron, depending on who you ask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember when we did the Poe Dameron guys? <laughs> like another lifetime ago. Oh my god, Reg. been on many adventures. Reg. I only care about the Reg. That's true. That was a pretty good thing that came out of the Poe Dameron comics. Yeah. Um, our shortest episode. It's is it the Panera? something in iJedi where we're like, we don't even it's, want to talk it's about the Panera Padron. <laughs> oh, it's Panera Padron. oh, shoot. Was it Panera Padron? It probably it's not, was. Definitely Panera Padron. Was. We literally just read the Panera menu. Was, so like, I, Panera I, I, would oh, I think you're right. I think I had this wrong. <laughs> That's why I'm Rogue Leader. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. No, I wasn't wrong. Uh, Panera Padron is our second shortest episode by two minutes. Oh, what's our short episode? Our very first episode, which was titled So Many oh. Bothans Died to Bring Us This Podcast, is 28 minutes and 39 seconds. Oh, that oh, episode where we're we like, hi, we're a podcast. <laughs> yeah. to future We've been hating on Bothans from the start. <laughs> yeah. Uh, our longest episode? The um, episode, the first part one of episode nine, um, Speculation. That was our longest discussion episode. Oh, longest book episode. I see. No, longest episode episode. Uh, One of the commentaries because we watched a whole movie, yep. Phantom Menace. Episode 94, Phantom Menace, two hours and 26 minutes. <laughs> That's a long time to hear our voices. And our final stat, speaking of a long time to hear our voices, 
How many total minutes of Rogue Padron have we released into the world? Minutes. Minutes. Well, hours oh. and minutes. How much time? I don't fucking know minutes. Well, we like a million, a hundred hours, not that long ago. So I'm gonna say like 115 hours. Anyone else want to take a guess on this one? 115 hours and six minutes. <laughs> oh, don't don't price this. Uh, uh, Saf, if you go 114 minutes, you're gonna win this one. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead for 14 minutes. Or hours, hours, hours. Wait. Oh, 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 she's not even close. She's not even close. 108 hours and 44 minutes and 44 seconds. Wow. You'd be consistent with the 44s. Yep, yep. That's that's one thing we're good at is consistency. (laughs) Oh, no. All right, so so one thing that's been consistent for the last three or four seasons is our love affair with one Panera. <laughs> one casual <laughs> fast food establishment. The freshest of ingredients and A the finest fast of foods. casual. So are you ready to relive some of our Panera memories? Absolutely, yes. All right, I haven't is... been to Panera yet, have I? No, we're going to go in Chicago. It's, it's going to happen amazing. real soon. Doing our Panera pilgrimage. All right, I'm ready. Across the street oh my God, our Panera pilgrimage. Wait, did have... you say it's across the street from the Bane? Yeah, like it's... It, like, yeah, we we had Panera we had to eat there. <laughs> we eat Panera at we the just, Bane. Can we just take a picture at Panera? Do we have to eat we there? We don't talk about this right now, okay? Wait, okay. wait, wait. <laughs> Heath, do you not actually like Panera? No, Panera's great, but, like, I'm going to Chicago for the first time in my life. I don't want to eat Panera. You've never been to Chicago before? No. Oh, my I gosh. Wanna eat, I want to eat fun Chicago things. I don't want to go to Panera. Oh, I'm so excited to share this hashtag Panera yes. pilgrimage with you. <laughs> oh, we're not eating at Panera. Okay, here we anyway. go. Hang on. Do it. I'm recording. Let's, let's do it. Okay. Pod that cast. I'm on the rock. Pod it. Pod it. Pod it. Pod it. What? Get on your Pot rock, it. Meg. Oh, all right. I'm there. (laughs) No, I think you're in a coffee shop. I'm actually in a Panera. I was going to say, it's like a Panera. Nice. Enjoying the freshest of ingredients. So fresh. I think at that time I had a hot chocolate, which... The freshest. very fresh hot chocolate. (laughs) Oh my god. But for real, Panera hot chocolate is like the most luxurious drink in the world. It's really... It's really great. It's an intense experience, like three Cinnabons liquefied. I know, it's wonderful. <laughs> and then, like, giant, like, quarter size house made marshmallows. Yeah, with, like, chocolate chips, like, big enough that there's chocolate chips inside the marshmallows. In the marshmallows. Like, regular sized chocolate <laughs> chips inside the marshmallows. Oh, so decadent. <laughs> All right. This has been Panera Padron. <laughs> Panera Padron. Oh my god, that'd be such a funny podcast. <laughs> if you just like tonight. went through every menu item on the right. tonight on Panera Padron. Brought the ham and Swiss on rye. Rye. <laughs> oh And yet it might still be less boring than New Jedi Padron. So maybe accurate. All right. <laughs> This is Panera. Leader, all wings report in. Panera. Six, standing by. Panera. Seven, standing by. Panera. Three, standing by. Hello, delishners. 
Welcome to the latest episode of Panera Pod. Before we get into the meat of today's episode, here's a quick bread reminder of your hosts. If Heath, Panera 3, was a you-pick-two combo, he'd be ham and Swiss half sandwich and chicken noodle soup because he's a basic biatch. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, it's me. <laughs> Danny Panera 6 would be the you pick two combo of two bowls of broccoli cheddar soup with a handful of jelly beans on the side because he'll do what he wants. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. That sounds so good. Ew, I would mix them in. <laughs> no, okay. Not, not only did Danny pick the worst you pick two option, he got two of them. <laughs> you did not just call broccoli cheddar soup the worst you let, pick two option. Let me tell you how long I spent going back through Danny's photos to see what he orders at Panera. Oh it's my God. always broccoli cheddar it's soup. It's always broccoli cheddar soup. We learned so much about each other. I, I've never done I, double broccoli cheddar soup. I have, however, done a you pick two where I get two bowls of soup, though. Because <laughs> soup is the best. I, I love that there were photos for you to reference, though. Like, <laughs> so good. Some as recent I, as a week ago. I take it very seriously. Seth, Panera 7, would be whatever seasonal special they're advertising by the register because she has no time to be paralyzed by over 50 hearty and healthy options. <laughs> you know me so well. That's <laughs> why I do it every place I go. <laughs> just give me what's best. Whatever you whatever you recommend. I literally so often ask the person, like, what what is good? What do you like? I'll take that. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. And I'm Meg, Panera leader, and I would get a full-size bacon turkey bravo and a full-size mac and cheese because if I'm at Panera, I've given in to all of my carb dreams. Yes. <laughs> full-size mac and cheese. <laughs> but an apple on the side to be healthy. Chicken Caesar. On three cheese with all natural, antibiotic-free chicken, Asiago, lettuce, tomatoes, onions, and our Caesar dressing. Italian combar <laughs> on ciabatta with roast beef, smoked turkey, smoked lean ham, salami, Swiss, pepperoncini, lettuce, tomatoes, <laughs> onions, and our special spread. <laughs> I'm so happy that I got to hear Hoha say the word pepperoncini. <laughs> I was just going to say, I really hope there are more items with pepperoncini in them. And if there are, Saf gets them. Saf gets them. Hoha's with a little bit Italian there. It's fine. Bacon turkey bravo. <laughs> and tomato basil with smoked turkey. Applewood smoked bacon. Smoked gouda. <laughs> Lettuce, tomatoes, and our signature spirit. Wait, is that Akbar? <laughs> I was just gonna ask. Is that Akbar or Yoda? That was Akbar. I think it was Akbar. <laughs> yeah. Was it Akbar, but purposely trying to be like Yoda? Or was that actually just Greg? That was actually just that Akbar. That's not. That's not Akbar. Okay. What? Doesn't Akbar quiver sometimes? No, I just went yeah. barbell quiver. Oh, okay. I'm sorry that barbell. I interpreted his barbells as part of his voice. No, it is. You, you got it. You got it. Good. Oh, that was yeah, good. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Danny, how have you never mentioned before that you have a Panera Rewards card? <laughs> I, I yeah, mean, seriously. I have, I have a Panera Rewards card. Right. It's free. You should all have a Panera yeah, Rewards free. card. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll get a Panera Rewards card. I'll mail you one, Saf. Thanks. 
Seth, Seth, in the outro tonight, make sure you tell people where they can go to get their, their <laughs> If you write it into the notes, I'll say it. Has anyone's you pick two of choice changed since we recorded Panera Padron? No, it's always that's always mine. <laughs> yeah. Mine was just no. mac and cheese, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, still I will say no, and my feelings about Danny's remain the same. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it's pretty gross. I can't, I can't believe I forgot how Panera even started, and it's because of my stupid Skype. It's because of your Skype picture in a Panera booth. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> All right, so so we were reading the menu. That was clearly a... Uh, an episode of Panera Padron. That was a dramatic reading. Um, but the dramatic readings actually go back to the very beginning of Rogue Padron. Oh, no. Our oh, very no. first dramatic reading took place. Do you know what episode it took place in? Any guesses? Episode three. One oh, yeah, 104. Four, episode four. Episode two. Oh, oh wow. I was going to say two, but I now, thought that the was... The first dramatic <laughs> reading was interesting because it's also the only time we've ever done an improv dramatic reading. So oh, we're like, oh, we should read this out loud. <laughs> yeah, we didn't actually read it. We did an improv recreation of Lou Jane and Corin meeting for the first time. Oh my god! <laughs> it was pretty good. But that's not what we're going to listen to tonight. Tonight we're going to listen to oh, the well. first of a genre of dramatic reading that became somewhat of a staple on this show. So, so this is episode eight, also from our first season, um, and this is Meg and Saf playing Corin and Mirax in our very first mm-hmm. ever sexy dramatic reading. <laughs> and then Mirax flirts with Corin. <laughs> I know, it's late and the day's been exhausting. I'll get up early to record some messages, but right now, I need my sleep. So do I. I'm just going to go over there and lie down. So I imagined. Mirax laid back down and pulled the blanket up under her chin. Corrin walked over to his bed, sat down, and kicked off his boots. He started to pull off his place, but stopped when he noticed she was watching. I thought you were going to sleep. I am, but I was just wondering. Yes? Do you think he'll be warm enough tonight? Corrin peeled his flight suit down to his waist and snaked it down over the lower half of his body. Whoa! <laughs> her question sounded innocent enough, but the inflection in her voice filled it with all sorts of innuendos and invitations. Visions of the two of them entwined together in his bed flashed through his mind. He was tempted. In her arms he could find sanctuary from the loneliness and fear he felt. But what they would be doing he would be doing for himself. That wouldn't be right. Yeah, Merrix. I think I will be warm enough. Oh, good. Merrix smiled at him as he pulled his sheets over himself. I just thought I'd ask. Thanks. He hit the light switch and the room went black. Corin? Yes? Are you sure you'll be warm enough? Quite sure. He said, regretting each syllable. Good. Mischief shot through her voice. Then you wouldn't mind tossing me your spare blanket, would you? Not at all. He laughed lightly. Staff laugh. Ha ha ha! 
and toss the blanket from the foot of his bed off into the darkness. Good night, Miss Tarek. Sleep tight, Mr. Horn. Tomorrow will be all clear skies and easy shots for you. <laughs> I don't I don't think I've ever sounded so flirty before. <laughs> <laughs> I fight I Corn's uh Corn's character for me definitely evolved over time. <laughs> Yes, mm-hmm. yes, it did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, laughing lightly. Uh, so, over 100 episodes, we have performed 62 dramatic readings. Oh my gosh. That's oh, the that's equivalent of about two thirds of a dramatic reading per episode. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, as we said, our first dramatic reading was episode two. It was Lou Jane's intro to Corin. Our most recent dramatic reading was episode 99. It was Dinner Leader's response about uh, how Zero the Hut saved Rose Tico, or Paige Tico. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any guesses about the book that had the most dramatic readings? Courtship of Princess Leia. <laughs> yeah, that would be my guess. You I was going to say Iron Fist. You would think. I think Iron Fist was second, but the winner was oh. actually Solo Command. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, I wanted to say Solo Command, but I can't remember what it was called, so I just said Iron Fist. <laughs> <laughs> the closest book I could think of. We did nine dramatic readings in Solo Command. Damn. There were multiple episodes where we had at least two dramatic readings. Wow. That book gave, book gave us a lot of content, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, The book with the least dramatic readings? I Jedi. Uh, I Jedi. I Jedi. I Jedi with one. And the one... <laughs> The one dramatic what? reading is Saf <laughs> being very one? excited. Yeah, it was Saf being very excited to narrate the line, Corin sagged against the wall. <laughs> I was like, uh, so excited about that. Uh, because it's an excellent line. <laughs> Yikes. Um, and so there are a lot of dramatic readings to choose from, but because I'm running the show, we get to listen to my favorite dramatic reading of them all which I've not kept secret at all in the past. And so I'm wondering if you would like to all go to Wraith Prom with me now. Yes, I would love to go to Wraith Prom. Absolutely. That's an excellent promposal. Thank you. Wraith Prom, in which Saf plays 92% of the characters. (laughs) Same. Is everyone ready? Did I have a voice for Wiz? (laughs) No, you can make it whatever you want. No, because since we're calling him Wiz, he's already a QE. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. By the time Donus arrived, a handful of seconds after the appointed hour, Runt was still not in evidence. The main lights of the trench cut out, leaving only the new spotlight and the false stars overhead blazing, and Runt, quite dashing in his dress uniform, emerged from the galley. Fourth. <laughs> 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 I know. On, okay. Seth. Okay. I got this. <laughs> My friends. <laughs> oh no. He said, waving his hands with unusual theatricality. How glad we are that you have chosen to accept our invitation. <laughs> Why did you make me do this? 
you volunteered. That elicited some chuckles and run to plowed on. We are obliged to admit that we may have accidentally misled Commander Antilles when describing this event. We think he believed this to be a thakwash ritual. <laughs> Wedge crossed his arms and gave Runt a stern look. Accidentally well, misled. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> Can I believe in you? Well, you'll have to ask the Runt you were talking to this afternoon. We are not he at this moment. We are now the runt who ducks and retreats when confronted with the errors of his ways. Runt grinned, his huge teeth flashing white in the gloom of the front galley. Kel must have given you lection. Lections? <laughs> Lections. <laughs> Lections. It's a, th- it's a thackwash word. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Kel must have given you lessons in knowing who we are at any moment. So... This is a ritual we have seen among the military officers of the New Republic. It is called a formal dance. <laughs> I think the Lord come forward and dance under the stars. <laughs> oh my god, it's amazing. The race and maintenance personnel looked at one another as though to inquire silently as to which of them would summon the military police in charge of pilot sanity. Piggy huffed and asked. And if we decline? Rent's expression became serious, even menacing. Hey, we will have hurt feelings. <laughs> and this is a compulsory dance, so we will shoot you. Kill <laughs> <laughs> crossed to him, grabbed him by his fur-backed ears, and shook Rent's head. Rent, that was a joke, a human-style joke. I'm so proud of you. Runt smiled again. We are pleased you are pleased. <laughs> <laughs> you just get fancier this time goes on. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. I'm not editing any of this, by the way. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> Kel moved to the center of the absurd dance floor and extended a hand. Tyria came to him, smiling, and took it. Kel glanced significantly at Runt, who in turn nodded to Chunky, Tyria's R5 unit, who stood watch at the bottom of the pole on which the spotlight rested, and suddenly music blasted out at the squadron, a formal dance of Alderaan, which noted. Runt gestured at Chunky, a lowering of his hand, and the volume decreased to appropriate levels. And Kel and Tyria danced, smiling at one another, the rest of the universe suddenly lost to them. Jansen sighed. I'm gonna have run shot. Wedge gave him a tolerant smile. Wait for results before you assign punishment. Now you're talking like a general again. Oh, that stung. Then Shala was on the dance floor, beckoning Donos to join her, and Wedge saw one of the female mechanics hauling Cubber out to dance, her fingers firmly clamped on a septum as the mechanic protested inarticulately. Yes. Jansen turned to Dia. Shall we, wingmate? She looks startled. I don't know how. I thought you were a dancer. Not that kind. I have never danced with anyone. Only for them. Time to learn. He led her out to the floor, leaving Wedge alone. 
He watched others drift onto the floor, some smiling, some tentative, some resigned. He watched Runt re-enter the galley and emerge, carrying one end of a long table, Squeaky carrying the other. And then the two of them began bringing out trays and bowls and glasses and cutlery, the night's dinner, transformed by some extra work and attention into a wider variety of dishes, a buffet appropriate for a dance. When they were done and Squeaky had returned to the galley, Wedge approached. Runt was now slicing a ripe ball... A ripe ball cheese, okay, and setting slippers <laughs> and stuff on the plate. <laughs> Good job, Run. Run straightened and almost saluted. Woo! Sorry, sir, you surprised us. He returned to cutting. No need to apologize, nor is there any need for for formality. This is a social event. What gave you the idea? For the dance? You did, sir. Uh, command. Uh. Wedge. <laughs> the name sounded as though it was almost too strange for Runt to utter. You and the lieutenant walked by, talking of the hurt that Wraith morale had suffered. When you have a hurt, you do not wait for it to heal. You sit out to heal it. Why precisely a dance? Runt was slow to answer. It has been our observation that dance among the people of the New Republic, when it means anything, and it does not always mean anything, is an activity of mates. Making mates. Tending to mates. Reacquainting with mates. The race have been doing little but staring at death. But mates are life. What one lives for. What better way to turn away from death than to think of mates present and distant. (laughs) (laughs) Wedge thought that over. Front, I'm afraid you've just made yourself morale officer. Front made a noise somewhere between a snort and a deep chest cough. No, deep. <laughs> no, deep. <laughs> what was that? Perfect. Oh, that's so that was literally Perfect. what the text just described. Oh, no. <laughs> We have been told that under your command, one cannot do a good thing without it becoming a duty. Was that another joke? We hope so. Wedge smiled. Keep it up, Run, and good work. He turned away. Will you be dancing? Wedge paused. Over his shoulder, he said, I'll put in one dance for courtesy's sake and then go. The race will probably loosen up more once I'm gone. But what of your morale? You've already lifted it, Runt. Yay! Maybe, possibly, the happiest I've ever been reading any of these books. Yeah, (laughs) so good. Wraith Squadron Prom is everything I've ever wanted. And it still is. (laughs) I forgot... (laughs) About a lot of that. I forgot <laughs> Runt had like multiple personalities going on there. Yeah. <laughs> I. Ooh. Runt uh, slash Seth making that speech about mates was a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I forgot about all of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time I've heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Wraith Prom. <laughs> a good time. It's a good, it's a great time. 
My morale so lifted. <laughs> so there have been a lot of jokes on this podcast. <laughs> and the yeah. original intent of this episode was like, let's play all the clips that explain all of our inside jokes to people. That would have taken, um, hang on, 108 hours and 44 minutes and 44 seconds. Hang on a second. (laughs) Hang on. That number sounds familiar. (laughs) So I had to pick just a couple. But there's one, probably our most recent pervasive joke, that just cannot be ignored. And so next, we're going to take a quick trip back to the bone market. Yes, oh, I love the market. market. It's my favorite market. It's it is the best market it's without the best fail. Yeah. It's a very good market. Let's go to the bone market. All right, I would say Point. you be on like Gavin Four, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's it's steeped in history. It's like mm-hmm. a temperate climate. Yeah, okay. foresty. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you want one of seasons. No such thing in Star Wars. <laughs> Just one whole season for every planet. Yeah, it's amazing how the planets don't spin on an axis in Star Wars. <laughs> so weird. Maybe Yavin does have a spring, and we just not Yavin Hoth, and we've just never seen it, and it's really green in spring. Uh, that would be a lot of ice to melt. Yeah, you know what? It would actually just become an that's, ocean planet in spring. That's fair. We were only there once, and it may have been like during a polar vortex or something. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll allow it. Maybe the rest of the year it's just a lake planet. It's just a whole big lake for the whole planet. <laughs> Tauntauns <laughs> actually swim. <laughs> oh, yeah, they turn amphibious God. in the summer. Yes, yes. <laughs> amphibious Tauntauns. I'm so here for it. Lucasfilm should hire me to write this. I'm going to Photoshop this right now. Oh my God, yes. Danny, what planet would you live on? Um, Like, I definitely would want to go... Sp- like vacation on Octo, mm, like yeah, hang out with the Porgs and like go chill on a rock bank with a Thalassiren and let the fish nuns like sweep the rock for me. <laughs> wow, you should be sweeping the rocks for the fish nuns. I mean, I guess I do yeah. it with them. <laughs> um, what like what do they do? Make sweep rocks and like make rocks and. And they take their bones to the bone market. (laughs) The bone market. (laughs) I want to go to whatever planet has a bone market. (laughs) I'd love to go to the bone market. I'll trade this femur for two tibias. (laughs) This tibia is one quarter I'll take a new patella, thanks. It gets really dark when you realize that they're all bones of Jedi masters that the fish people ate. No. The real reason Luke died was because the fish nuns poisoned him so they could get his bones. Great. Oh my god. And then they were mad in the end because there were no bones. Yeah, because of the Jedi <laughs> monsters. We just disappeared into space. What good was he? Yeah. They always get disappointed when one of the really higher up Jedi masters shows up because when they die, <laughs> they just dissolve no into thin air. Bone. <laughs> Not a single bone in sight. It's a really poor plan on the fish nuns' part to create a home that attracted Jedi masters when they're <laughs> trade as human bones. Bone market. <laughs> I, I mean, it. like, in that, like, one scene where Ray knocks the stone onto the thing, it's just like a wagon, a bone wagon, like, filled with bones. Like, that's all it is. <laughs> they're literally using, using, using their bones to move their bones so that they can trade them for other bones. <laughs> 
and you know that Luke. No, I guess Luke disappeared. I was gonna say Luke's phone's <laughs> gonna be there, but he's gone. Yeah, he. I... Welcome to the conversation three minutes ago. <laughs> did I miss that part of it? Yeah, you sure did. I was just too busy laughing about bone market as a concept. <laughs> I need to name something bone wagon. <laughs> <laughs> the bone wagon. <laughs> Is Fancy that... license plate with bone wagon yeah, on. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like a vanity plate, so it's yeah. like B zero N space W G N. This is the bone wagon. <laughs> that sounds a lot worse. <laughs> That's <was> your idea. <laughs> That was real bones, okay? <laughs> to be fair, Saf didn't call it the bonin' wagon. It's just the bone wagon. I want to argue, it hasn't gotten much worse since Bone Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> well, the ma- the males do come to shore once a month to quote-unquote party, so maybe that's what the bone market maybe is. that's the bone market. <laughs> bone market. <laughs> that's where baby... Oh Fish nuns come from. Here we go. I, I've made the last Jedi good for everybody now. <laughs> this is amazing and all I ever wanted from Star Wars. And that's your best bone. Um... Sorry. <laughs> no, I got by What's bone? <laughs> Send us your best bone market headcans. <laughs> Oh God, bone market. I I love the the thing about the old Jedi masters just disintegrating and them not being real <laughs> mad no! about. That. We wanted those bones. We needed those bones. We've been sweeping his rocks for so long. He looked like he had really good bones. Right, and that girl left, and that tall fellow. Like we yeah, were gonna the, get the good big bones. guy with big bones. Come on. Oh boy! He's that big guy with his big bones. <laughs> 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 oh, I cannot. <laughs> so, like I said, there have been so many other jokes, and we don't have time to play all the clips. But here, I've created a, an abridged list of some of the other jokes that have come and gone over the the years oh, of Rogue no. So here we go: Mon Kalahati, Cray Cray Crayfay. <laughs> Through the church? Perish the thought. Through, wait, hang on. Through I don't the remember church that. was a joke Through... of ours? Through the church is a deep, deep cut. What? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I think that's why it was a joke. I think, it was, I think it was another one of those where I misspoke and said the wrong thing. And you made oh, fun yeah. of me. Um, perish the thought. <laughs> Uh, oh, do you remember this one? Wedge Squadron is birthed. Pew 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 pew. Yes. pew, pew. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. For for a couple of episodes, they were doing a lot of pew pews at the yeah. end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. um, the human skin mask. Oh, classic. Zombie Lou Jane. Never ending. Tie me up with Tycho. <laughs> Wedged presumed widow dater Antilles. Corin Daddy Issues Horn. That's not a joke. That's just canon. That's just truth. <laughs> that's just truth. Um, just straight up boffins. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And specifically Grinder, an expert joke. in human psychology. Oh. I love... I missed that joke. We should bring that back, honestly. He okay. is an expert in human psychology. 
Uh, winking M-Tray. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Set Honesty to On. Uh, I'm going to use that a lot. So. Uh, I need to use that again. Um, this is a recent one. Whales make you gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I had to hold myself back from actually saying that someone in real life recently. <laughs> Why did you hold yeah. yourself back? Because the context of it would have been real weird. Because I think they'd just come out recently. And I wanted to be like, oh my god, the whales made you gay. To like someone in my real life who wasn't a nerd in any way. And I was like, this is going to sound bad. No matter how I put it. Uh, appropriately weird. Mm-hmm. Broke Vessery. <laughs> He's not a joke! Excuse me, Broke Vessery is our love. Exactly. <laughs> I have the one piece of art of him. Are you saying I love is a joke, Danny? Is uh, that moving, what you're saying? Moving right along. The the feet <laughs> in the Phantom Menace. <laughs> oh, that you remind us. Um, yeah. I sure, I sure do remember that one. <laughs> the Viz Dick. Oh, the Viz Dick. Uh, I hate the Viz Dick. <laughs> I love the Viz Dick. The Viz Dick was an old uh, Far Far Away radio joke no. that I keep Yeah, Viz Dick's been around for a long while. Yeah. We just broke yeah, it back. It's time to retire it, I think. <laughs> they, I yes, just hard disagree. Viz Dick's going to be out in this year, so... I think we actually have to say Star Wars Visual Dictionary, or we can just say Viz Dick. And it's a lot easier to say the second one. Yeah. I'm going to say Viz Dick. I'm never going to stop. Uh, <laughs> um, Woot Horns. <laughs> Jizz music <laughs> and oh, classical music. <laughs> Warlord Gabor. R rated naps. Yes. yes. Bro Jace. Kitten Lore Matt. Admiral. Okay, wait. Oh. Wait. Just want to go back to Bro, J- Bro Jace real quick. Yeah. I legitimately thought that was his name for the longest <laughs> time. <laughs> Yeah, it totally is. I totally missed the fact that there were R's and there was an R in his there's name. There's an extra so, R. Yeah. And there's an Ikea furniture named Roar. I know, I saw that and I got really excited. <laughs> I literally shouted, what the fuck? When I saw <laughs> Admiral Walrus. Oh. Mm-hmm. Luke's mm-hmm. missing triplet. <laughs> uh, who could forget? Um... <laughs> It was like two episodes ago. Yeah, it's real recent. <laughs> Who <Yeah>. could forget? <laughs> Not even I could forget. <laughs> it was that recent. Scoot and loot. <laughs> ground pounders. Oh, fuck. oh my god! I forgot about ground pounders. Mersonas. Mm-hmm. Fried mm-hmm. chicken. One star for each of us and one to share. <laughs> Mister Tangles. I love Mr. Tangles. Snoke's neck holes. Ugh. <laughs> I wanted to say thanks, Heath, but I'm pretty sure that actually came from me. That was you. Yeah, that was 100% that was you. <laughs> um, Jizz Wisconsin. Oh. <laughs> oh, so good. I see those show notes every so time good. I go into my share drive, and yeah. it's amazing. <laughs> Jizz Wisconsin is so good. Gay Morians. <laughs> All right. Gavin's right. goatee. Oh, Gavin. Oh, God. That's Wipe fake. that dirt off your face. Scritch, scritch, scritch. <laughs> Murderize. Therapist Wedge. The mm-hmm. consistency of Twi'lek Liku. Oh. <laughs> and related, Stroke in the Brain Tail. Stroke in oh. the Brain And last but certainly not least, 
it's up there again. Oh, true classic. It's up there again. So, I think you will all agree with me when I say that one of our most brilliant moves as a podcast was the introduction of the listener question. Mm-hmm. I I love the, our the way that we're able to interact with our listeners this way, and so I feel the... like it's, uh, it's been one of the big reasons we've actually like managed to. I'm not going to say do well, because we're not, like, an award-winning podcast or anything. But, like, it's one of the reasons we've actually, like, built up a, a solid core and, like, had so much fun with our podcast is because we found a way to interact with our listeners and include them. And I really, I actually really like that, because I think this is the only podcast I really do that on. You know mm-hmm. what? I'm going to give us an award so that we can say that we're an award-winning podcast. Oh, my God. <gasps> oh, I can't wait for the news to get mad at me about it. <laughs> <laughs> So our next clip is a look back at some of uh, the best. Well, I don't want to say the best because they're all great, but just some some highlights from our listener responses. Yes. Oh, God. oh my god! Yes. And I hope we get those. You figured this out earlier, but there's a little pew pew sound anytime that we're jumping to a new clip in these. So there's a lot of those in this one. Great. Ready? Oh, is that what that meant? Yes, that's what that oh, means. I, it's, I, a, it's a time I, jump. Staff. The original episode. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. So this week's question. Um... <laughs> <laughs> This week's question, if you were a pilot, what would you want M-Tray to scrounge around to find for you? Ooh, enchiladas. <laughs> well, like enchilada making. What? <laughs> <laughs> what enchilada? I love enchiladas so much, you don't even know. <laughs> Greg said my Death Star would be called the Punishment Orb. Called it. <laughs> and and oh, it would be God. a gravity well generator so powerful that it can fling planets out of their orbit and into the void. What void? Or, the no, void. You need to get a better marketing team, Greg. Punishment <laughs> Orb. The Punishment Orb into the void. That is definitely a bedroom toy. Let me just say. <laughs> <laughs> the punishment orb. Like, that is, that oh, is not no. a surprise. Oh no. Oh dear. Put it on the shelf next to the Devastator. <laughs> oh no. And the Nightcaller. <laughs> the Nightcaller. The Ravager. Razor's kiss. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Um, ben said during their mating season, the Vrachics climb up into trees and scream like cicadas, but they sound more <laughs> like humans. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, a whole bunch of people screaming. Ah! <laughs> Is this no before like... or after the Bob Ross TV? <laughs> it's like, you know Definitely that, you know during. that. You know that vine of that person like pressing down the one chicken? It's kind of goes, yeah, Bleh. that's exactly. He pressed down is. all the chickens and it's just like ah. screaming. <laughs> Jay said, My moth name would be Snobby Toff, and instead of tea, I would serve Moffy on the moth ship while holding a moth <laughs> And to Jay, we give a standing ovation. <laughs> so many good moth puns. I love it. It's really good. And then Ian said, My highfalutin. Moth name would be Higher Moth Gumbling Mantuine Mantuine the Third, <laughs> which is absurd. <laughs> that that is a high, great use so of the word highfalutin, by the way, Ian. <laughs> it's really good. That would just be really great because, like, 
you know, you would execute people if they laughed at your name, right? Yeah. 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 It'd be excellent. Glistening Peck said thousands of tiny glistening M trays. I I read that at my desk today and I like laughed so hard until I cried and everyone was like, Meg, are you alright? It's so good. And I I can't tell them what happened. No, you can't. There's too much backstory that involves listening to (laughs) Inside jokes on inside jokes. So much Uh, in that one sentence. I just love that they're glistening. And imagine them all (laughs) winking in sync. Winking and super shredded, like, outer pieces. (laughs) Just so tiny. Super shredded (laughs) (laughs) M-tray. Winking at you. Oh my god. Do not want. Do not want. Tom said I would put a big hinge on the back and trade the laser for kyber-powered hydraulics and have the whole thing open up like Pac-Man and chomp. Everything. (laughs) I love it I mean, so much. Just imagine if you're on Alderaan, but instead of a laser coming out, it just suddenly starts going waka 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 waka, <laughs> and then just and then just darkness. <laughs> and then my Toronto class war cruiser <clears throat> would be named Dat Boy. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that's so good. That <laughs> that's so good. I just love that meme for no reason. The Dat Boy meme is so good. <laughs> it's so good. It's because so then, because you know, imagine they're in this engaged in this terrible battle, and then the ship comes in, and everyone's like, oh sh, Dat Boy. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> he about to do it. Like that, that would be the hailing, right? That's <laughs> amazing. Oh, so good. 1138 said, it's a smaller, glowier egg inside of the egg. <laughs> Seems right. <laughs> yeah, it probably is, actually. <laughs> Uh, Luke Brywalker said, Bro Jays took some time off to see Figrin Dan and the Moto Brothers at Brochella on Geobrosis and at Lollabrolooza on Dagobra. Geobrosis! Like the best thing I've ever heard. Dagobra. Yo, I'm just going to Dagobra. Now I'm imagining like Yoda, like totally broke out, and it's amazing. Broda. Broda. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Geobrosis. <laughs> I love Geobrosis so much. Um, can I just say that Lollabrolooza sounds like the worst place in the world? He <laughs> <laughs> sure does. Oh god, it's so good. Okay. Brochella's fine. Brochella. Brochella, I feel like people would go there. Oh yeah, they would. And then I really like this last answer from Nick. His annoyed older brother, whose first name is literally Admiral. (laughs) Wouldn't you be so mad? I would be so mad. Especially if he, like, always just stayed a lieutenant. Like, oh, there's there's Lieutenant Admiral Akbar. (laughs) With Admiral Admiral Akbar. 
Uh, it would make me so mad. Mostly at my parents for naming me Admiral. <laughs> <laughs> right? Talk about setting some expectations. Right? I mean, they, they named their other kid GL, so it's not like... <laughs> 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 They're not really great at naming to begin with. <laughs> um, Where are we? Oh, <laughs> glistening pecs. <laughs> Okay, I'm not going to make it through this one with laughing, I don't think, because it's... Do you want me to read it? <laughs> I can do it. I can do it. You can do I'm it. Just... I it I'm probably going to need to take giggle breaks, because it's really good. <laughs> M-Tray and Tycho were relaxing on the couch in their shared PJs, watching a documentary about higher Grand Moff Mantuin Mantuin III, and sipping from their respective glasses of oil and wine. I don't know, said Tycho, looking up from his work. Do you think... Wedge should ravish or plunder Corrin's mouth here. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. M Tree leaned over to look at Tycho's Wedge Corrin work in progress, but slipped and spilled his oil all over Tycho's slender torso. <laughs> oh my, said M Tray. I do apologize. Allow me to help. M. Trey winked as he tore off Tycho's shirt. No, you skipped a word. It's a very important word. <laughs> Gotta use that word. Someone, someone else take over. I can't. Saf, will you read it? Saf, read the rest of this one. M. Trey winked lasciviously as he tore off Tycho's shirt, revealing the pilot's listening pics. Oh, M-Trey, Tycho exclaimed, overcome. You're the only one who comforts me when Corin so cruelly mistreats me. I don't know what I'd do without you. He threw himself into M-Trey's awaiting muscular over arms. Let me show you how much of a rogue I truly am, M-Trey. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm imagining M-Trey with big beefy robot. <laughs> He's swole. So good. He's so good. What would you do with a woofer hide. I'd make a belt. I already knew that. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so. <laughs> you take more time to think about your answer. <laughs> he just like looks it. down and he's like, my, my pants are falling down. Well, we gotta make a belt. <laughs> gotta make a belt. You have like 200. I really thought about this when I read it. When you, I have this, you like you have really this... need a belt. <laughs> you have this huge. Like the woofa to work with, and you're just like a single belt. <laughs> I didn't know I had the whole woofa. You have the whole woofa. Like Why would you only belt. have like a belt's worth of woofa? <laughs> I'll have like, one you, belt of woofa. You're, you're Heath, the heroic woofa grabber. And I have right. a whole woofa. You have grabbed you have whole... so much woofa. Right. <laughs> I still want a belt, though. It'd make a good Supplementary answer prepared for next week. <laughs> Make as many belts as you can with the woofa. <laughs> <laughs> I'll donate the rest. Oh, oh now who's good hearted and kind? Sounds uh. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm he's assuming... just being lazy. <laughs> I'm assuming the rest of us are going to answer next week. I am going to answer next week. I can't top yeah. a belt. Yeah, like how, Not on short notice, that? anyway. Yeah, right? I need some time to repair for this. Like, what am I going to say? A hat? Okay. 
I legitimately thought of that answer while I was reading the book because I knew this would be our question this week. <laughs> About. <laughs> wow. Remember that time that Heath said that he would use his wolf to make a belt? <laughs> I stand so by. much. I stand so by much. my answer. <laughs> Amazing. We still don't know if we had the whole woofa. You <laughs> did. That's, that's still an unanswered question. Woofa. <laughs> no, no. Can't say no. No. Heath, would you like to do this week's listener questions? No, I would not. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um. <laughs> Would anyone else like to do this week's listener responses? Wait. (laughs) We're not there yet. We're not there. Well, I just thought since we're talking about listener responses, it was a good time to do it. What, we're throwing out our whole uh, structure? Oh, my God. I'm not not good at that. Oh, my God. Are we going to do it right now? Oh, Oh, God. Where where did they go? No. Oh, he had to listen to questions, and then I'll have to do the outro. You don't understand. God, what is Danny doing? Danny is drunk. <laughs> Danny is drunk with power right now. Oh, this was a mistake. Look, it's really important to me that we end on the final clip, so I thought it'd be good to do the listener responses now. All right, let's fucking do this, I guess. Uh, put me on the spot, Daniel. Uh, God, I'm not prepared. I don't have my makeup on. Uh, all right, last week... Was it last week? Did we skip a week? A couple it was ago. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. It was a. It was like a week and a half ago. Because it came right. out on a Monday. Yeah. So it actually did come uh, out last week. All right. So we asked you last week, what does the B in B-Wings stand for? Did we answer this? We did not. Fuck. <laughs> I don't know what my answer is. <laughs> <laughs> what if we just said that we did answer it? Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did. I feel like every week I ask, did we answer this? In the hopes that the answer is yes. <laughs> yeah, the answer, the, the answer is always no. <laughs> well, we need to Google word starting with B. I mean, we, we made a oh. lot of suggestions throughout the course of the episode, so that's We did. There were many suggestions. All right, yeah. yeah. Uh, B stands for Bobby Kennedy wing, because I'm in my <laughs> library and I saw Bobby Kennedy book next to me. All right, all right. <laughs> we don't need half-assed answers. <laughs> The B stands for Bok 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 because a B wing is like a chicken. So we're just skipping it this week, right? Cool. Great. Uh, Malai said, (laughs) unless one of you wants to give an answer. Uh, No, go keep going. It's fine. Great. It stands for it stands for B wing. It's just a B. <laughs> it's just a fucking B. <laughs> it's just the letter B. The B stands for B wing, and so the formal the name B- of a B wing is a B wing wing. <laughs> the B wing stands for B wing, so it's just this never ending Russian nesting doll. Malai <laughs> uh, said the B and B wing clearly stands for B B B B bird 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 is the word. I mean, it is a chicken. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen, it's a no, song. My favorite, my favorite Rogue Podrin joke is Danny being it a creature that hates. It's from the big year, an excellent movie about birding. All right. 
Here's what happens when you move the listener responses up sooner than I was oh, expecting. Oh, sorry. So were you going to watch and the big year between clips 8 and 10? Oh I would have maybe Googled it in a second of disbelief of myself anyway. Yeah. Would you have done that, Heath? No. Mika said, the B stands for Bodie, legendary pilot of the Rogue One. How did we not think of that? (laughs) More importantly, he didn't succumb to his abominable tentacled foe, saving the galaxy from the term Borgullet Wings. (laughs) Thank you, Bodie. Nick said, it's a little known fact that I just made up. That the B-Wing was originally called the DB-Wing. The DB-Wing, the DBA, of course, stands for Dat Boy. Yes. <laughs> and the original meme showed Akbar riding atop the unicycle like... <laughs> there are so many things that I love about this. Someone make Please. that. But I also love I need that. This image. Of, I need this image. <laughs> of all of the Star Wars ships, the B-Wing makes the most sense to be the unicycle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with Akbar on top oh shit here he comes <laughs> um, sent us a 5000 word email about how the B stands for Baldo and I'm just hearing from the FCC that if we read the whole email we will be banned from iTunes so yeah, so sorry Yeah, sorry. sorry. it was just going to be too long Swara but thank you for the email I, I also got like a letter straight from the director of our network that uh, we'd get kicked off the network if we did this wow, wow. shit that's harsh yeah. the B harsh stands for there. bummer Swara <laughs> yeah. the B stands for but now you know Swara <laughs> <laughs> Matt Witt said Bob Fortuna Starfighter it's a really Bob good Fortuna. it's a really good Rogue Padron reference <laughs> really good really good and then he said see you at Star Wars Celebration hashtag zero the hut karaoke yikes yikes <laughs> What is Zero the Hut karaoke, and how can I be uh, there right now? I think you're the one who's planning it, Danny. Oh, boy. <laughs> I think you're the one who mentioned it. I think this is your Wraith prom. <gasps> My moment. What am I going to wear? A dress uniform. Oh, okay. That's easy. <laughs> I have plenty of those. <laughs> yeah. My Rogue Potter t-shirt, but it's a tuxedo. Yeah, Perfect. All right, Brian said, and I couldn't tell if this was a response to our question, but I just put it in here anyway. Or if it was just a well, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Brian said, Seth, I disagree with everyone that says the B&B wing stands for Blade. Rebels specifically says that's what it stands for. (laughs) has been wrong before, actually. (laughs) Yeah, Brian gets an automatic listening work on it yeah i can't believe you well actually me friendship (laughs) over oh no um odie said borgullet because once the borgullet wing hits you all will know the truth Ooh. hassan said the b in b wing stands for balls the ship has the balls to take down capital ships in every system and sector in the galaxy that cross its path. Dang. 
So many B-Wings. So many B-Wings. Give Mika the booty. I don't know, Matt Witt. Like, that's real good. That's a yeah, deep Matt Witt gets that. Yeah, that was. Bodies for both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of bodies. Speaking of bodies, are you listening to this and going, why are they giving away bodies? <laughs> Where have we got these tiny what, men? What does that even Mark- mean? That's very Why are you listening? Well, I want to take us back to season four. Um, what many have described as Rogue Padron at its peak. And what many more have described as the episode when Rogue Padron totally jumped the shark. (laughs) And what I personally will describe as, if you're going to listen to one episode of Rogue Padron, go find That's So Bodhi. So join me now in listening to the origin of the glistening Bodhi. Uh, So what do we think about this Bodhi guy? Bodhi. That's good good thoughts, Meg. (laughs) (laughs) Name is a good shouting name. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a good bro name. Like, didn't he like not talk for ages in the trailers? He was just kind of there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Glad he finally got a line in the trailer. And then in this one, he's like, "We should probably explain the name of the movie." <laughs> <laughs> All oh, right. Dear. So, in conclusion, we like happy X-wing pilots more than we like the angry ones. If blonde X-Wing pilot isn't Yvonne, we'll have a small riot. (laughs) And Bodhi is a great name to yell when you're angry. Yep. (laughs) Or not even when you're angry. Like, it's a really good party party name. Yeah. Bodhi! Yeah, it's a good party name. Whenever someone does something good. Bodhi! Yeah, it's just a good name. It's a great name. Can we make that a thing? That was so Bodhi. (laughs) We need to know what being so Bodhi is, so we got to do it after the movie. No, it's li- it's like that's so wizard. It's just yeah, it's just whatever Bodhi. you want it to be. It's just, everyone says that's so wizard. <laughs> what? Everybody says it. Bring it back. Do they not? Zeb says I mean... it. Oh yeah, he does. Well, I don't. Bring Bodhi. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Can I just point out how much I hate the term holographic memory? It's so gross. <laughs> it's so bad. We I get. It and I was just like, no. We get the hollow, Saf. Oh yeah. my god. Saf, shirt with the hollows. Saf, that's not very Bodhi of you. <laughs> that was not very Bodhi. <laughs> All of Star Wars except Bodhi to the ground. <laughs> it's. Still not very Bodhi of me, but at least he's still around. <laughs> we will later. So close. So they close, haven't actually so taken off yet. Okay, that's fair. There's a lot of the back to war to be fought. <laughs> that was so Bodhi, Meg. <laughs> and in addition to all these amazing responses we got to our question... Uh, super fan listener Sarah wrote us two awesome fanfics that we're going to put up on our Tumblr so you all can read them before we do a dramatic reading from it on our next episode. We want you all to have a chance to read it first. And these these were fanfics written from the perspective of Corn Horn. 
And Brojace. And Brojace. So I've read I've read the first one so far and it is hilarious. We, They're so good. We gave a challenge on our last episode and Sarah rose to meet that challenge. So thank you, Sarah. Sarah, that. that was so Bodie. So Bodie. So Bodie. You so get, Bodie. Sarah, you get the Bodie of the episode, which is a thing that we're doing now. <laughs> oh, we should do that. Yes. Oh yes. my god, it's amazing. The okay, but I wanna give like a I, the Bodie. I wanna give a Bodie to Sarah, but I also want to give like a a smaller body to glistening pecs. <laughs> yeah, pecs. Absolutely. You can have like a like miniature a tiny body. You can. Pecs can have the pecs glistening body. Pecs can <laughs> have the The chest of the body. <laughs> oh my god! No, it should. We should give out the glistening body. Yeah, that's thing <laughs> every week. Now. <laughs> okay. What have we become? So, congrats, Sarah. You won the glistening body. What's the other thing we're giving to pecs? <laughs> the littler body. The littler body. <laughs> Like the six-inch black series glistening body. <laughs> yeah, like it's still nice, kind of collector's item, but yeah. affordable. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, god. oh, I love all of it. Oh, okay, we don't even have a question for this week yet. Bless origin stories. Origin stories. All right, so good. We need to we need to announce some uh, glistening Bodhi stats. Oh, so I as I was doing my release and I tallied everyone that's won a glistening Bodhi. And <laughs> as as the episodes have gone on, we've given out many other glistening things. <clears throat> so first, <laughs> we need to acknowledge the individual that has won the most glistening things overall. <laughs> Do you have any guesses who that could possibly be? Is it Mika? No. Oh. It's not. You know Meg, who it is. Do you have any guesses who it could possibly Yes, be? I know who it is. I bet it's, it's dinner, dinner leader. leader. Yeah. <laughs> so dinner leader, something every dinner week for like leader a year has now. Won Fourteen glistening Attack of the Clones Anakins. <laughs> dinner leader has won one even more slightly smaller glistening Attack of the Clones Anakin, just the hair. Dinner leader has won one zero the hut eating a glistening Attack of the Clones Anakin. And somehow, Dinner Leader also managed to earn six glistening bodies and one slightly smaller glistening bodie. That's before, that's before he and Mig were dating when he was sucking up to us. Yeah, exactly. We fell, we fell for his game for quite a while those, there. Those don't count. Those were... That's... Yeah, that was influence. That's not... That doesn't responses. count. No. Um, they don't count. They were good. I will let him have those. But he needs to suck up to us more in the coming future. <laughs> Buy me ice cream! Jeff. <laughs> I'm yeah, sure there's going to be Dippin' Dots cream. at the convention center. <laughs> no, I want real ice cream. <laughs> we'll find I, an ice cream no, place. Dippin' Dots is the ice cream of the future. <laughs> I, but I want, I want the ice cream of the present. <laughs> <laughs> You're literally the baby. <laughs> <laughs> so the individual who has won the most glistening bodies. I was surprised when I saw this, actually. We have one listener that's won 11 glistening bodies. Who? Tom the fanboy. What? Right? <laughs> Wait, what? I Damn, just, Tom. I did not expect that at all, but he's just, he just like was racking them up week after week. Oh. He's just been slowly building it up over time. Yeah, he's like building up his arsenal quietly in the background. <laughs> Alright, um, but I have a question. Did you count wins 
to mom the fanboy in Tom the Fanboys. <laughs> I did. I counted them as one person. Mm, see, I don't think... I don't know. <laughs> uh, the runner-up is an individual who's won eight glistening bodies, and that is Ben Warman. Mm-hmm. Ben. Nice. Ben. And then the most um, slightly smaller glistening bodies was a tie. Two yeah. individuals that have won seven slightly smaller glistening bodies each, and that's Mika and Jay. Woo! I saw those two being in there somewhere, because they, they've both given us a lot of good answers. Amazingly, they both also have seven regular-sized glistening bodies, so technically they've won more bodies overall than Tom or Ben. They're still pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Mika and Jay are very consistent. And actually, Mika's now got another glistening buddy, so we just gave him one. So. Oh, well, look at that. There you go. Congrats, everybody. So congrats, everybody, on all of your glistening bodies. You're glistening everything. <laughs> yeah, glistening everything. All right, we always end the episode with our tagline. Wait, 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 wait. You missed a stat. You missed the fact that I want a glistening body as a host. I, I mean, I think I you're the only host who's won a glistening body. That's not true. Actually. It's not because we all like one at some point. There oh. is, um, Saf and Heath have both won. No, Saf has won three glistening bodies. What? Um, Only <laughs> ruining one. Oh my god. Heath this has won bullshit. two glistening bodies. And Meg and Danny each won one glistening body. This was episode, I demand a recount. This I was demand episode a recount. 93, Rogue Pod Done, when we gave ourselves glistening bodies <laughs> and we gave everybody else a glistening concept of Rogue Podron. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just so proud. Uh, what, better, what better gift? What better gift <laughs> to give <laughs> than the concept of us? Wow. <laughs> it's true. What a gift. It's true. Congratulations to those of you who got that. <laughs> Honestly, congrats to everybody who's ever actually answered any of our questions. Self <laughs> is an achievement. It is, truly. So before we go to the origin story of our tagline, or our sign-offs line, Staff, do you want to tell listeners how they can get in touch with us? Oh, I can do. So you can hit us up on Twitter at Rogue Podron. You can see us at Celebration next month. You can email us roguepodron at gmail.com. Our website is roguepodron.com. And you can subscribe to us via the Rogue Podron feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Feedburner. Feedburner's not on that list. Podbean, Spotify, <laughs> and Google. And you can rate and review us on iTunes. Please do that. We have a lot of iTunes reviews, actually, that I'm very excited to share. But we're going to save those for another episode because this one's going so long already. Um, fair i'm just excited to read something i love reading things you'll get your chance don't worry there's some good ones in there um but here this one's a quickie but let's let's revisit the origin of our tagline pash out because um he's always just everyone just assumes that he's so good and he's the best but he doesn't feel that way anymore and that's you know going to get people killed um like he takes a lot of responsibility for the people who fly with him and that's like really good of him i'm really interested to see his and corin's relationship because they're kind of being set up as kind of opposites here right because yeah, corin has absolutely. the exact opposite attitude about everything right yeah. and especially because you do see them interact a little bit later and um like pash kind of jumps in when corin's about to say something because pash doesn't waste the time of being like oh i noticed this should i mention it to somebody like he's just like hey this is a thing pash out like <laughs> Pash out. Pash out needs to be a trending hashtag before the end of the night. Oh, that's good. That's good. Oh 
Oh my god, I'm tweeting it. Yeah. So next time, make sure you read X-Wing Wedges Gamble, chapters 5 through 9. And with that, Pash out. Pew, pew, yes. pew, pew, pew. Pash, 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 pash. <laughs> no! Rogue Leader signing off. Pash oh out. Danny, your mic was so bad. <laughs> we already established that heave. <laughs> We've learned as people and as people who are in microphones. Um, it looks like we have a couple of good tweets here. Does someone want to read these? Me, me. I don't have any reviews. Go for it, Saf. Yay. Um, so we have one from Spitfire catching up on the new episodes and heard someone say, will Ray take up the Jedi moniker? Only my ears can't hear spelling, so I heard Jedi Monica, and now I'm wondering who Monica is. Monica is Ray's new girlfriend. <laughs> Jedi Monica. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's who the new character's gonna be in the next movie. It's played by, who's that? Naomi Acker? Or Aki? Yeah, yeah, her. That girl. And then Aaron Motes said, Hey guys, I found the podcast in December and just finished listening to you making your way through the books. Hopefully oh, you recently... <laughs> yeah, Hopefully seriously, that's dedication. In the future, if not, thanks for the entertainment. You Look, can still can... listen to the show. Yeah. Even we're not reading Here, the book. Here's my thing with Aaron. You could still listen to us. <laughs> Trust me, he didn't even read most of those books. Yeah, we will be like exploring books that we love in the future, anyways. Like, I'm gonna make you all listen to me talk about Red Harvest at some point. Yeah, um, there will be more oh. novel content, even if it's not quite the same. Yeah, and we'll just read Crutch of Princess Leia again once we forget all about it. So, <laughs> so next episode? Yeah, will we actually do Quit the Crystal Stargerin? Maybe. We already have a logo. <laughs> we don't know. I, I already did that. <laughs> Half the work done. Yeah. All right, y'all. It's time. Right. It's so, time. so last week I threw out a challenge last minute. I was just like, Hey, do any listeners want to like send us a quick audio clip about like what rogue pattern means to you or what your favorite rogue pattern memory is. And Holy cow. We oh got no. So many responses. Wait, really? Oh no. We did. I'm going to start crying and, like, right now. The, us- <laughs> the usual suspects are there. Like everyone that you would expect to send us an audio clip totally did, but there are more than a few names in there that I've never heard before, and I was just like, "Wow!" Oh no! There are people that like have been listening to us all the time that have we've never even heard from until now, and felt compelled to like send us their thoughts. I'm already crying. Oh my god! I wasn't going to cry this episode, but I actually might. So um, before I play the clip, um, here is uh, we got one written response from Chris Worms on Twitter, and he he said. I will say the pod has been really good for me. I don't feel like I connect a lot with too many people here, and I'm very self-conscious and the like. So I see conversations happening all around me that I don't feel like I could jump into very well. Honestly, part of why I'm backing off here more and more is just jealousy. But the Padron reminds me that friendships do exist online, and the Padron opens some of that to me. I don't have to be on the show to feel like I'm part of what's going on, and I love that. It's too bad I listened too late to participate in a lot of the takes. So basically, <laughs> thanks for all the work you put into the pattern, and thanks for opening that space for people like me to jump into. Y'all rock, and I'm excited to see where you go. Oh, no. no. So, that is like the thing I can say. So our final <laughs> audio clip is 15 minutes long. Oh, God. 
am gonna fall asleep. I know. Can I go, Shut can up, I go, can I go B first? <laughs> is that is that a for real request? Kind of. Go for it. Go <laughs> okay. do it. Oh my god. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like Keith has to petering everything. Yeah, and also that we've been going for two hours now. That's what she said. <laughs> I mean, second second. Okay. Well, I'll stay here. <laughs> I don't need to be. Um, I'm oh, going God, okay. to request that you all turn off your multitaskers and close your Twitter tab and just like close your eyes and let this thing wash over you because it's pretty special. Oh, oh God. Okay. Oh, I don't right. have any distractions for my feelings. Okay, yeah, no distractions for great. your feelings. Great. Super. What the fuck? Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Okay. I could do that. Are you ready? Okay. Everyone ready? Ready. Heath? No, but let's do it. Heath. Heath, okay. are you there? Heath. I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. I closed everything. Okay. Here's to 69 more. Okay. Shall we podcast? Let's yes. pod the cast. That's no, the that's not what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what podding the cast is, but that's that's not what we're doing. It sounds I'm wrong. Urban Dictionary. We are going to pod Uh-oh. the cast. <laughs> Uh-oh. This could end very badly. Whatever it means, we're doing it. <laughs> Probably doesn't mean anything. Nope. I got a shruggy face. Oh. There aren't any definitions for pod the cast yet. We'll make it yet. Yes. <laughs> yet. Keyword. Hey, Rogue Pod. Ben Warman here. What the Podron means to me is more than just a reliable source of joy, no matter the topic of discussion, a group of friends and fellow fans far beyond just abstract voices, and a source of a lot of laughs out loud in public where it's impossible to explain what you're laughing at, but uh, it's hard to fit any more into 30 seconds of audio. So thanks, Meg, Danny, Saf, and Heath for 100 episodes of all of that and more. This is Emily, and I first started listening to Rogue Padron for The Courtship of Princess Leia, which was not a good book, and I'm still kind of mad about Han kidnapping Leia using the gun of command, but I can't really regret reading the book because I had such a good time listening to the episodes. I learned so many different ways that you can use a Wolfa Hide and many excellent verses about the virtues of King Han Solo, and it would just made a bad book really fun. I'm also really enjoying the new format. And so here is to a hundred more episodes. Cheers. Moin Moin to Rogueport from Northern Germany. In the two years since I've discovered your podcast, you've been the happy end to countless of crappy Fridays. Or as Heath would put it, the best thing that happened to me these weeks. And most important to me, you all, but especially Mac, have taught me so much about representation in media and about loving something problematic without sweeping past its issues. Thank you for 100 episodes of joy, laughing fits, serious talks. Eggplant emoji, hash out. Rogue Podron is exploring old books, old favorites in a new way, or often a way I never thought of before. Waiting for that one day of the week when they release a new episode, makes me smile, makes me wonder what the hell you guys are on, makes me wonder where I can get some. Shouting at my phone while I'm doing the dishes, trying to interact with you guys even though I know you can't respond. I'm beginning to think <laughs> so the eggplant means something that I don't know. It does, it's in a window, it's Jenny. Absolutely-
<laughs> it's a new endo for a. Yeah. Thank you, Heath. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> anyway, that's funny. What does Rogue Padron mean to me? God, where to start? Um. Recording this silly little show is consistently one of the highlights of my week. Yes, even when I don't read the books or participate much in the conversation because I didn't read the books. Um, the sheer joy I get out of just talking to these three little nuggets continues to surprise me. Um, and about those three little nuggets, I'll be forever grateful that they decided to ask me to join this little project of theirs. Meg, Seth, and Jenny have become, no exaggeration, three of my very best friends on the entire planet. Um, they're the people I run to when I have exciting life news or need to vent about something. I know they're always here for me, um, through thick and thin, and will always have my back. At this point, I can't imagine life without them or this podcast. I can't believe we've done 100 episodes already, but I'm already looking forward to whatever silliness the next 100 break. Hey, Greg here. My favourite Rogue Podron memory is from Isard's Revenge, when we found out that Lady Gaga wasn't the original Isard and that Meg had been playing us all season long. I was losing my mind along with the other Rose, and honestly, it was magnificent. Congratulations on 100 episodes, and thank you for sticking around. Rogue Podron means so many balls to me. For real, though, I love being able to revisit the X-Wing series with this podcast. It was like reading along with a group of friends, inside jokes and all. And really crashed while driving because I'm laughing too hard or because I'm crying. It's up there again. I look forward to where y'all go from here with the new format. Pash out. Hey y'all. This is Suara here. And to me, Rogue Padron means fun and levity. To not take this fake and in space space opera so seriously like so many people would like us to. You guys remind us how to just have fun and take it lightly, and you bring so much joy to this fandom and to all your listeners, and you all are amazing. So thank you. That's what Rogue Padron means to me. This is X-Wings in History. I want to thank Rogue Padron for leading this journey back through the amazing, silly, awful, wonderful expanded universe. These books were my Star Wars when I needed another world to escape to growing up, and it's been a delight to revisit them with you. Here's hoping for another hundred episodes of in-jokes, weird animal sounds, and broke vestry fandom. So my favorite Rogue Pod memory was meeting all of you guys at that hot mess of a live recording at Celebration Orlando. It was just so much fun, and you guys were so great and nice to us. I'm very proud to call you guys my friends. I love you guys. Keep up the amazing work, and congratulations on episode 100. Hey, Rogue Pod. Two-time glistening Bodie winner and self-proclaimed friend of the podcast, Ben, here. I just wanted to say congratulations for hitting 100 episodes, even though you did so significantly later than my own younger podcast did. But that's really kind of beside the point. Um, what is important is that I love you, and I love your podcast, and I'm glad we're friends, because, like, we are friends, whether or not you want to be. But here's to 100 more episodes, and at least 100 more eggplant emojis. Pew, 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 pew. He's so handsome. He has such yeah. a good... There, is his there he is. Oh, Look at that neck. There's his neck. <laughs> I like how it just wait it like slowly bobs back and forth. <laughs> I know you can't keep it up. <laughs> like a swag in the wind. <laughs> he does the braid. He's like a pendulum. He's oh <laughs> like a metronome. <laughs> I'm so glad. 
I've been trying to make my friends notice so long. How did this happen? How did we get... It feels like just yesterday that I was... Just wanted to, like, read some X-Wing books and talk about them. Asked a couple friends to join me, and, and now looking back, like, what what happened? How did this become one of the most important and significant things in my life? One of the things I look forward to every week. I don't understand it, but I'm so grateful to Meg and to Saf and to Heath, because even though I'm constantly making them talk about the consistency of hut meat, or the underbelly of a hut, or Zero the Hut's heroic journey through the Star Wars canon, I might have a thing about huts. I should probably examine that a little deeper. But they keep coming back week to week, and they're my family now, as are all of you that go on this journey with us. So there's nothing I can really say besides thank you. I have to wake up really early in the morning, and it's dark, and I'm tired. But as part of my morning routine, I always put on an episode of Rogue Podrin because you guys put me in a good mood. You're fun and silly and amazing, so I wanted to thank you for everything that you guys do. Yubby up, Commanders. Pew, 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 pew. Hello, Rogue Podrin. This is Matt Appleby. To me, Rogue Podrin means friendship and laughter because out of all the podcasts I listen to it's clear that you guys are just great friends and you laugh a whole bunch and honestly it always brightens my day to hear you guys laughing you know it's makes uh no matter what I'm doing it always makes it a better time so thank you guys congratulations on 100 episodes I guess I would say that Rogue Padron means some of my favorite people ever just not taking Star Wars seriously and that is something we so desperately need in everything. It's just fun to have fun and that's why I love listening to Rogue Padron. Love you guys so much and I cannot wait to hear the next 100 episodes. Hi Padron, Odie here. It's hard to pick out just one moment. You know, every time we listen to all your episodes, which, yeah, still happens, something fun sticks out. That's what she said. Even your darkest hours during I Started Revenge and I Jedi have gems like the Citrus Hegemony and Mersonas for everyone. But overall, my personal favorite moment was the wonder that was Crystal Stardron. I was relieved it was a joke, but also kind of sad that you wouldn't be getting into it. Anyway, congratulations on 100 episodes, and I'll see you all at Celebration. Rather than gardening, I think people should call it terraforming. I'm going to say that I might go get like a, a wax. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god, I'm going to terraform. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> new year, new me. Yeah, don't worry. Oh, <laughs> we, got no, I <laughs> we got that one. Oh no! <laughs> Rogue Podron to me is basically a family. Uh, like, it kind of came together out of nowhere, and it wasn't something that I had my heart set on as like a big future project. It was something fun that I wanted to do with a couple friends. And then it turned into one of the most important things in my life. I don't know what I would do without my Podron family. I don't know what I'd do without Rogue Podron every week cheering me up and making everything better. Like, it's just been the best thing that's happened to me. And my favorite Rogue Podron memory is 
as cheesy as this is, every single memory I have about Rogue Podron. But I think most of all, the ones that we spent together, like when we were in Milwaukee together, when we went to Chicago. No, when we're going to Chicago. That's exciting. In the future. Um, when we were at Orlando together. It's just been really good hanging out with Rogue Podron and being with my favorite people ever. And I'm excited for more. Yay. Hello, Rogue Podron. I need to thank you for nearly making me drive into a toll plaza one time as I laughed at your description of a Rogue Squadron beach party. That moment brought me into the world of writing Star Wars fanfiction and led me to meet a new group of Star Wars pocket friends. You kept me company at work and after regular hours and through a difficult pregnancy and hospitalization. Thank you for being my Podron friends. Congratulations on 100 episodes and I hope you joyfully share many more with us. All the best, Gaming Arbitist. Tom the Fanboy here. When the X-Wing books first came out, my friends and I would geek out about how they were great war books. I love hearing you guys having just as much fun talking about the other half of the stories. My favorite moment has got to be finding out that Saf was a horse girl and how that led to us making every excuse for her to do the Hohas voice. Here's to 100 more episodes. Opportunities! <laughs> Honestly, my favorite memories of Rogue Podron is when you all start laughing at something. Maybe one or more of you cannot stop. Then you keep laughing for a while. Um, yeah, that brings so much joy. The happiness you all gave to this fandom is incredible. So thank you for this. Hi, friends. It's your girl, Abby. <laughs> I was going to say something jokey, but I decided to go for Mushy instead. So thank you so, 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 so much for making me laugh until I cry in nearly every single episode, uh, especially when I'm going through a really rough time. Y'all are always there to make me smile. So congratulations on 100 episodes, and may there be at least 69 more. Wedge is led through a secret base with Colonel Broke Bessery, who I guess I have a crush on. They what? still don't know Why? who they're dealing with. I don't know. I just from this one chapter, I'm like, oh, he's my type. Yes. I mean, to be fair, actually, I got a weird crush on him too during this chapter. Right. What? I actually understand. Why? So, so nice, but also with like absolutely murder everybody. Yeah. But like only in a way where it's appropriate. I it's just where are you getting? And I literally these, just like, like walks down really a hallway. Proper, really broad shoulders. Just yeah, real broad shoulders. Thick. Thick. <laughs> oh no. What does Rogue Padron mean to me, Rogue Leader? Well, Rogue Padron came together when the rest of my life was falling apart. It's been one of the only constants in my life since then, through all of the bad times and the way, way worse times, and all of the happy times and weird times in between. And so even when I felt like I had nothing, there was another X-Wing book we had to read or an episode to record, and it kept me going when I didn't think I could. And now I have my rogues, my babies, who will be people in my life forever. And it's really special to find those connections, and we did that because of Rogue Pod. And it really, honestly, changed my life for the better, even though when you listen to how ridiculous we are, you wouldn't think so. But I'm just really grateful that we're here together.
Oh, no. <laughs> we do good work here. <laughs> that what it was? Yep. And Rogue Padron out. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. Daniel. We're part of someone's morning routine. <laughs> and oh we've caused at least two you. car accidents. <laughs> yeah. I'm really proud of those. I've gotten a lot of messages from people telling me about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That That's actually a really common occurrence. You guys need to be safer when you drive. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we need to pepper like reminders throughout our episodes going forward. <laughs> Eyes on the Is road. Did you check your rear view mirror in the last 15 seconds? Check your blind spot before merging. Right. Are you at a safe following distance? <laughs> oh my god. I love everyone so much. So that's all I have for our 100th episode, but here's to 69 more. We have the best listeners. Yeah, seriously, y'all are amazing. That was awesome. It was so fun to yeah. put that together. I'm gonna keep that and then listen to it whenever I'm sad. Me too. I'm doing. I'm gonna do the exact same thing. I'll listen to this whole episode whenever I'm sad. Can someone wake Heath up? I'm he, awake. <laughs> are you just sad? Are you I'm, just sad right now? I'm, I'm trying not to cry. Yes, I'm fine. Ish. I'm fine ish. So we're, we're all fine ish. We're all fine here. Time. Everything is quote fine unquote. Remember Danny didn't know what an eggplant emoji was? <laughs> I've, I've grown so much. Honestly, I think I've had one of the better character arcs of this series. Did you know that the peach emoji is a butt? Did you know that? <laughs> I did, yeah. Okay. A fuzzy oh, butt. Oh my god. Just making sure. Oh my gosh. I. Listeners, come on. <laughs> did we just do a clip episode? <laughs> we, did. we did just do a clip, though. Great. So. Danny, is that is that it? Are we wrapping up? Yeah, take is us out, any, Meg. Take us any, home. Any final words? Next time on Rogue Padron. Next Great. time on Rogue. Are we are we recording before celebration or no? I don't think so. Are we? Probably it. not. No, <laughs> that's not happening. <laughs> no, next time on Rogue Padron. Next time on Rogue Padron will be our very special from Chicago podcast stage theoretically episode. Woo! Asterisk, footnote, assuming Danny can figure out how the tech works. (laughs) I'm really glad that we're on Sunday so everybody else can figure out before exactly. (laughs) Like all of our like all of our friends that we know who are also podcasting on the stage. Yeah. Like They'll, They'll do tell it first. Us what to do. And so then we'll be like, <laughs> oh, please help comes us. to worse, I will just record it all on my laptop as we go, and we will have that shitty audio to share with everyone. Wow. Problem solved. No worse than that AKA, episode in Orlando. No so. different than the last 99. <laughs> yep. We stay consistent. Yeah, consistent. On brand. <laughs> well, great. So next time, for all of our listeners who will not be in Chicago, 
you will still get to enjoy that time with us. For all of our listeners who will be in Chicago, but not at that panel, what the fuck? <laughs> but we are so excited to see everybody there who might be there. Um, and that's just going to be an amazing time. But even if you won't be there, we still love you so much. And to all of our listeners, we love you so much. And I know we really just wanted to pat ourselves on the back in this episode. <laughs> but honestly, we really wouldn't have kept going. It would have been so hard to keep going without all of everybody supporting us and sending us listener responses and tweeting at us, do stupid stuff and interacting with the brand account and just doing everything that you do with us all the time. And I wish I could give you all glistening bodies, but that's not how it works. You have to actually do the listener responses to maybe start <laughs> doing those a little bit more. I mean, like everyone, a bunch of people in that recording said that, uh, like they part, they feel like we they're part of us as friends, right? Like we make them feel like part of our friends. And they are. But I feel like also, yeah, they are. But it, like in a, in a similar way, like the listener responses make me feel like I have such a broad, like that this is a big group of friends, not just us four, but like whenever we yeah. get listener responses it's and. Yeah, we're a big group of friends, and I love that. Yeah. So, give us listener responses. Just like your reviews. Yeah. Uh, and all of your reviews, which we're excited to read next time. Not next time, probably not Chicago, but maybe next time, next time. Who knows? Who knows what will happen? But next time, you'll get some more tasty Rogue Padron tidbits. And until then... What? what? Hang on. <laughs> I didn't consent to that. <laughs> You did. Um, juicy. And, juicy. It was on the form you signed, Denny. Yeah. <laughs> Send a contract. They've got to be juicy. <laughs> Until next time, this is Rogue Padron signing off. Pash out. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, Heath saying juicy, they have to be juicy, is pretty much the only way we could have ended this episode. That's <laughs> 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 so true. Uh, the Wookiee character, Lobaka. Read, read, read the crowd, Meg. He has a little, like, translator droid. Like, always clipped to his belt because his friends don't know Wookiee yet. Oh, that's yeah. cute. So the droid's name is MTD. Wait, but okay, is Lobaka related to Chewbacca? Yes, it's his nephew. <laughs> Does he also have, like, a twin brother called Hybaka? <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? And occasionally they see their estranged sister, Medium Baka. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a genuine question. Oh, no. It is not a genuine question.